0: Welcome to The Outpouring with Executive Pastor Bob Oliver of the New Covenant Church of Philadelphia.
1: So we're going to lay, we're going to lay an amazing foundation today. I want you to take, make sure you're taking notes. We're going to lay an amazing foundation in terms of going out. So the title of this message is Go Into... The world. And I want to tell you that going into the world is very significant. Janine and I had an opportunity on uh, Monday, uh, invited by our, our dear sister Marla Davis, who's heading up the Philadelphia ceasefire campaign to deal with gun violence. And there were about maybe 60 or 70 people in the room, we were meeting in Germantown, and she called us because she's saying, I need help with galvanizing faith leaders around this issue. We're still talking about going into the world. She said, this gun violence thing is is out of control. And if we don't get a handle on it, you are looking at the literal collapse of families where you will have young ladies who will not have marriageable men because of the, um, the, 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 the grave issue of this gun violence. And so there was a, a number of individuals there talking about what what's the issue? Number of issues, fatherhood, gaps in their education, Um, poor environments, a lot of issues came up. There was one man, Nasir, who spoke. He said, at the age of nine years old, I was labeled. And he said, people told him from his family on down, you bad. I said, what? He said, you're bad. And he said, I heard that from my parents. I heard it from people on my block, you're bad. And he said, I did everything I could to fulfill that label. He said, I guess I'm bad, so I'm going to find bad things to do. He said, because I was bad, I wound up in Youth Study Center. And I met other kids that I could do bad things with. Said then when I got out of there, I got on the street and I did more things, more bad stuff, all because I was trying to live out that label. And he said, then when I went to prison, I found more people that I could be bad with. We were planning bad behavior. And he said, that's what happened to me. He said, I needed somebody he did have ears, let him hear what he's saying through the Spirit is saying to the church. I needed somebody to give me a different label. I needed somebody, Lola, to tell me, you're good. I needed somebody to tell me, you're excellent. You're better. You can do better. You're loved. You're kingship your royalty. I needed somebody to give me a different label. He said, that's why I was doing what I did. So I want you to understand that going out is your opportunity to tear off the labels and put a new label. Didn't Jesus say that? He said, he said behold, Old things are what? Passed Passed away. The scripture says old things are passed away. All things have become new. We have an opportunity to give people the newness of life. And so that's why this piece about going out is so important. So here's the first scripture that I want to give you. Janine, if you could read this. Mark 16, verse 15. We're just going going to lay some foundation because what's on the heart of our pastor, Pastor Bob, is incredible. And we wanna make sure that we get this. Mark 16, verse 15.
0: Mark 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature read it one more time Janine And he said unto them go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature
1: Matthew 28 verse 19 says you want to get that one Matthew 28 verse 19 I
0: like this like old school bible study Yeah
1: and I know you no, books the, the bible, foundation right? Yep.
0: Matthew 28:19 <coughs> Go ye, therefore, and teach all nations. Start
1: with 18, start with 18.
0: Matthew 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Mm. Because all power is given to me in heaven Mm. and in earth. Mm -hmm. Go ye, therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, And of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen.
1: Amen. So let me give you two, for for Matthew 28, let me give you one thing. Number one.
0: Can I just read one more? No, no, go ahead, please. please. So in this series of scriptures, when we're talking about going out, there's one more scripture you have to know and memorize. It's Acts two. 38. Yes. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus. Whose name? In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost.
1: Amen. Amen. First thing, Mark Mark 16. I want you to get this because this is very important. So when Jesus says go first thing I want you to understand is that the oil the anointing is in the going. Sometimes if you don't if you're not moving you will dry up and die because you're not moving. So you the, the oil is in the going and so he says when you go I want you to go into the world. That word world means cosmos. Watch me here. That's where we get the world cosmetics from. So when he says go into the world, he's saying go into the very makeup. Oh, God. Lord. When he says go into the world, he is saying go into the very makeup of the world. That means that you are going into the streets. That means that you are going into education. You're going into business. You are going into the sports arena. You are going, where everybody is in Philly today at the Eagles game, go into that world. Go into the makeup of that world. And when you go down there, you're gonna find a different culture. And he's saying, Go into every world. Are you understanding that? Now, here's the second thing that he said in Matthew 28. You are going to teach all the nations. That word nations means common groups of people. God. Now, here's the interesting thing that I want you to understand. We are mandated by God to go into the nation so that everywhere you see common groups of people, he's saying, that's your assignment. I'll give you an example. The other day I was doing doing a eulogy at a funeral. A young lady raises her hand to be saved. Put it up quick, she said, I wanna be saved. After the service, my daughter said, Dad, I know that girl. I'm so happy for her. I said, go to her. Her going to her, no matter what school she's going to, no matter how bright she is, no matter what business she's working on, her life's assignment is to go to that nation. God, are y'all hearing what I'm saying to you? So I said, go to her. What are you gonna do when you go to her? Show her what you do to involve God in your life. Show her how to do devotions. Show her how to read her Bible, God. Show her how to worship. Show her the music that you listen to. It's, it's, and it's right in your world. That's what God is saying. It's right in your world. Go to her. So wherever you go, I don't care whether you go to college, whether you go into a business, there are going to be people that God is going to say, go to them.
0: Another real life example. Yes. And so our son Nathaniel is in an environment where he's one of the only brown boys. Mm. And he said, I feel like I need to do something about it. Yes. You know, I just, he's been talking about it for months. So he finally went to an administrator and he said, you know, I think we should do something because we're always talking about inclusion and diversity. And I wanna, I wanna make sure that other people learn and feel comfortable, but I wanna feel comfortable too. And so kudos mm. to him for having the courage to speak up. But in the midst of that, he said, I also want to bring, you know, who I am. So he made this long list, over 50 to 60 people in our culture. As we know, because of who we are, many full of faith people. And said, I'm going to begin to present these about two or three every week. And people pick up on that. People pick up on that small act of courage that gave him audience now. Mm. On a leadership level, now they not only get Nathaniel Barlow and his history, but they get his real history. The fact that he's a kingdom citizen and he can bring Jesus to the table now because he's gonna be the one with the mm. mic. Mm. And so we just wanna give real life examples because sometimes our culture, our church culture, has facilitated this unbiblical idea that if you don't have the mic, If you don't have the collar, if you don't have the degree, if your name is not known, that you you don't have anything to do. But that's not what Matthew says. Yes. That's not what Acts says. Yes. The assignment is for us all. Because when we all go out, we all get the power, we all have the power and the authority to bring light, to bring kingdom to, whom, to whomever we're speaking. I'll give you one more example. Yes, And teaching in a yes. sixth grade classroom through one of the programs we do. We lost a teacher. I had to go into the classroom. I st- You see when you're in when you're in spaces, it could be somebody that's just next to you on a bus, but you're seers because the light of God is inside of you. So you can say what you see to people and it could change their lives. So I saw one young lady, sixth grade. She said, I know I'm doing some bad things. And I said, yes, but I can see that that's not who you are. Let me tell you what I see. I see that you're bright. I see that you're intelligent. I see that you're beautiful. I see that you're turning in the work, even though, your, even though you're with the crowd that's not turning in the yeah, work. Yeah, I yeah. said, I'm going to give you this book. Now, I want to write a special message in it to you, but I can't write the message until you bring the book back to me with a few notes about what you read. She looked at me and she said, you know what, Ms. Barlow? I think what you said to me today just changed my life. You can do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. And here's the other thing that we want you to understand. When you show up, we want you to realize that you are never alone.
0: That's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sometimes we fail to show up because we think it's just me. And that's scary. That's very scary. (laughs) But we want to remind you today that when you go, Pastor Andrew, we want you to know that you never show up alone. Now we just read a scripture that says, lo, I am with you always, Always. even unto the end of the world. And so we want you to live with a consciousness that when you show up, you are never alone. He is with you. Who is with you? The King is with you. <laughs> and when you show up, watch this, you literally bring another order.
0: Yes. God.
1: You literally bring another system. Yes. You literally bring another government where there's hate, you bring love. You literally, with this confusion, you bring peace. You literally can reorder and reset the atmosphere where you are. That's, right. That's why he's saying, it, it doesn't, he said, wherever you are, I am. Yes. Wherever you are, you, if you on the block, he on the block with you. If you're in the corporation, he's in the corporation with you. Yes. That's why uh, what needs to be released upon us is a boldness. Yes a boldness to release what's inside of you. So we want you to know that literally you bring the kingdom of God, hear me now, you literally bring the kingdom of God when you go. The, you the, glory, yes. the glory is in the going. Yes, that's The glory
0: good. means the kabod, yes, the weight of God and so here's this thing that we tell our children if you're afraid do it anyway yes if you know that it's good and you know that it's god do it afraid why because in your obedience the glory will come. God is never going to leave you out there. So you might say, well, I don't know all the scriptures. Well, guess what happens? I know it because it happened to me. When you go and you go start to witness and you go start to grab those people's hands, whether it's in the corporation or off the corner, they start to ask you questions. If you don't know the answers to some of those questions, guess what happens? You don't like not knowing the answer. And you start to go find out. But the glory is in the going. If you had not gone, you wouldn't have been inspired to find out so that you could go back and give them the right answer. And watch this
1: Janine, when you go a spirit of prophecy will come yes. on Yes. where you knew not what to say but in that moment he said say this. That's it. Do this. Give this. Yes. Uh, follow up like this. Yes. He'll show you what to do. It's not necessarily in a book but as you go, now watch this your understanding will catch up to your obedience. So sometimes God will have you do something. You're like, well, I don't even understand why I'm giving. I don't even understand why I'm praying for them. Aren't they Muslim? Aren't they this? He said, go. So good. Go. I, I, I was here doing a funeral for a beloved person. The brother called me. He was with Concerned Black Men. The brother called me. He said, oh, I need to talk to you. He said, oh, I need to talk to you. I said, what? He said, yo, when you preached that funeral two weeks ago, the brother sitting next to me was Muslim. He said, I would have thought that he was Christian. Every word you said, he said, amen, hallelujah. And then he said this. He said he might have, he said he probably said the prayer at the end. He said, now watch this. This was an old school Muslim. This wasn't somebody that was just grabbing the garbs and putting them on. No, 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 no. He said he was old school. But he heard something in his spirit that made him say Jesus. Jesus. That made him say hallelujah. That's what you get when you go. go. He encountered a different government. Yes, but you can't get it unless you You go. You can't get it unless you go. I'll give you another
0: story. As a a teenager, I, I didn't know... I knew I knew I had found the Holy Ghost. I experienced the Holy Ghost. I, I kind of ran into it. And your father I, told, you you, your father told you you were crazy. Your father told you you were crazy for doing My father thought I was crazy. <laughs> he said, You crazy. <laughs> they raised me in the church, but when I found them for myself, it was something else, y'all. And so <laughs> I was doing what the scripture said. All I knew was read the Bible and do what it said. I was 16, 15 years old. That's all I knew. And so I said, Man, this stuff I'm reading about fasting and praying, this is powerful. Whoa, and Acts, he was just telling people to do things yeah, like, yeah, hey, Peter, yeah. you're praying. Now I want you to get up from praying and go to this place, and then you're going to meet this person, and I want you to say this. I said, man, God wants to use me like that. I'm going to do that. That's exciting. So I called one of my friends, and I, she lived in Newark, uh, the hood of Newark. And I said, what's one of the like worst projects around there? We're going to go. I said, let's fast and pray, and then we're going to go. So she grabbed her little sisters, and I grabbed my little brother, Four years younger than I at that time, you 12, You like, okay, whatever. We fasting, we praying, I'm doing what she said. We drive up to Newark, we go to the nearest CLC and buy all these tracks, and we don't know what we're doing, right? We're just praying and fasting and following the scripture. We're going to go tell people about Jesus. So we get to the project, and it was a high rise. And when you walk through this really scary looking gate, you get inside, and it's like the inside of—I uh, don't. Maybe it felt like a prison. So when you when you looked up, you could see all the balconies and the doors. The stairway was real dark and it smelled. And we just started to pray. And I said, "Well, we come too far to be afraid now." Yeah. And we went up the stairs and we began to knock on doors and talk to people. And one lady opened a door and I'll never forget it. She was filled with evil, and she said, "I've been waiting for you." And something rose up inside of me. I took the Holy Ghost. And I began to speak Jesus to her. And that lady backed down. She didn't receive Jesus. There was some other work to be done. But she backed down. She knew that these four little young people that were standing at her door, she might have been waiting, but we were coming for her. We went back down in in the complex. And another lady, as I began to pray, God started to show me things. Just like we said, the glory is in the going. The glory is in the going. And I said, I see you sitting by a window. What is that? What is that? I'm not a prophet. I'm a 16 year old high school student, y'all. But I saw this when I was praying. She said, I was sitting in the window and I was going to jump out that window. She said, but now that you all are here talking to me, I'm not going to take my life. And I could go on and on to the guys with the boom boxes that were outside of it and we walked up to them and said, turn this music off, we wanna tell you about Jesus. What I'm saying is that if you just believe the word, like it's right here and it's so simple. If you just believe it and go, there is so much glory in the going. You're not gonna be perfect, none of us are perfect. All we need to be is obedient and willing and will eat the fat of the land. People's lives will be changed. People will not kill themselves. People will take the labels off and, and receive the label that we give them. So there is glory in the going. And that's why we're moving right into this consecration. And you should be so excited because in the next seven to eight days, this place won't even look the same. Before we, before we uh, close out, I'm gonna give you a scripture. I'm gonna give, I got, I got, Pastor Barlow got a lot of other stuff, but I'm going to show you a scripture that I want us to just receive it in our spirit, and it's going to show us the glory that's to come to this house. Amen.
1: Amen. Matthew, can you put Matthew four seventeen on the screen? So this is very important. So it says, at the time that Jesus began, at the time that Jesus began his ministry, if you get this word in your spirit, you're gonna to start to bubble over and something is gonna to happen to you. Yeah. At the time that Jesus began his ministry, he said, repent, change your thinking for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In other words, he's saying, he's saying is that, I want you to change your mind because a new government has been installed god, I don't want you. the one that we lost in the beginning the one that adam lost i am restoring your authority back i am in, in restoring your ability to be governed by the spirit of god again the kingdom of heaven is at hand and so we want you to understand that when you go you are literally bringing another government. And I want you to understand that the world of the kingdom, hear me, the world of the kingdom, the government of the kingdom provides the template for our life and our ministry on earth. Our assignment, our assignment is to bring heaven to earth through our prayers and radical obedience. Our assignment, so I don't want you to be I don't want you, I don't want, or we don't want you to live confused all day saying, I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know what to do with my life. That's a trick from hell. Because if you get the big rocks in, the small things, you'll get the small things. That's why he says, seek it first. Because if you seek it first, I'll give you a job. I'll give you what everybody else is chasing. But if you seek my agenda first, then I will... He said, all these things will be attracted to you. I'll give you a scholarship. I'll give you a boo. I'll give you whatever you needed because you sought my kingdom. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why he says, seek it first. First. So he doesn't want us to be ignorant about the priority of the kingdom because when Janine went to those projects in Newark, she was bringing the kingdom of God and they were responding to a different government they were responding to a different order are you hearing what i'm saying and so even in matthew chapter 6 where he praised this prayer elder howard he praised this prayer he said my he said let the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven he said pray like this so we know what the earth needs the earth needs heaven because he prayed Let the kingdom of heaven come to earth. So he's saying that all of the solutions, that's why we got to pray. All of the solutions for the earth are locked up in the kingdom of heaven. I'll say that to you again. Because you have to, see if you don't have this truth, you won't move with authority. It's the truth, the knowing of the truth that sets you free that you can stare anybody in the eyes. For God I live, for God I die. And so when you know that truth, when you say, why am I praying? Because my prayers make me sensitive to what's happening in heaven. And my prayers um, literally opens the heavens up So I, as an ambassador, an ambassador represents their government in a foreign land. That's That's why you're an ambassador of Christ. The Bible just wasn't randomly picking words. It was using words that, that they were governmental words, not religious words. And so he wants you to understand that we are literally ambassadors. Ambassadors represent their country in a foreign land. That's why you're protected by angels. You're protected by your government. That's really important. So you got to realize that as you go, that you are literally protected by the kingdom of heaven. Let somebody mess with you. Yes. Let somebody try to destroy you. Yes. They'll mess their life up. Yes. Yes. And then they'll say, I should have never touched him. Never. I should have never touched them with my mouth. I should have never set up a trap for them. I should have never tried to get their family. I didn't know. And this is so
0: important what you're saying because I even hear the Spirit saying, I can feel you receiving the word, but I can still hear the Spirit saying, people are saying, I want to obey, but I'm afraid. I want to obey, but I'm afraid. But I yes. decree and declare by the power of yes. the living God yes. that God has not given yes. you a spirit yes. of fear, but of power yes. and of love and of a sound yes. mind. And I prophesied to New Covenant Church of yes. Philadelphia mm-hmm. that after these seven days, mm-hmm. that fear that you feel right now, you will not feel that fear, mm-hmm. but you will go forth with boldness. Yes. You will go yes. forth with obedience and we will see this house Filled. It might not be filled with people who it used to look like was here. It might be filled with Nas who was talking to us at ceasefire. It might be filled with the boys who turned their radio all off, who yeah, were yeah, selling yeah, dope yeah, 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 in the yeah, middle yeah. of that project. Might it might be filled with the prostitutes who I talked to before Bible study when I was a little girl. It might be filled with the homeless people my, who we my, used to my, pull my, over my, and my. get food to. It that you, you will not be a house yes. of fear. We are a house of obedience. Yes. We are a house that is filled mm. with the power and the love mm. and the excellency of God. Yes. And these seats will be filled and yes. it will represent yes. the kingdom yes. of the living God. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus'
1: name. And watch this name. And when, on the heels of that word, here's what he says also. On the heels of that word, he says, everything that Hallelujah. will be shaken, I will shake it. Hallelujah. I'm going Say to it. shake. Watch Say this. That. He says in Haggai hey chapter 2, he says, I'm going to shake the nations. Hallelujah. Now, remember, remember he said, go to the nations. Yes, yes. So while you're going, they're going to he's be shaken. He's going to shake them. So you're saying, well, he's shaking Hallelujah. them up. He's saying, I'm shaking you out of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm God. shaking you out of false... Um, I'm shaking you out of false gods and yes. false religion. You yes. religion. I'm shaking you out of whoredom. Yes. I'm shaking all of that stuff. I'm shaking your generational line. Hallelujah. I'm shaking it. Because we are a holy
0: nation. Hallelujah, a yeah. royal priesthood. Yeah. We are not going to be named among those yeah. who call on the name of Jesus, but live any type way from yeah. Monday through Saturday. No, yeah. we are that's going to be holy for real. Yeah.
1: And that's why the consecration yes. matters. Yes. And he said, as I shake the nations, he said, I'm going to release upon you. It's in Haggai chapter two. He said, you have inside of you, watch this, the desire of the nations. Hallelujah, God, Hallelujah. you have inside of you, the desire of the nations. Jesus is the desire, God, would fit. it's in the book. He's the desire of the nations, and that's why he told got the prophet and Joshua, he said, I am with you. I'm gonna shake their stuff. He said, the silver and the gold is mine, all of that. He said, so don't, don't trip about that stuff. All of that's mine, but do what I tell you to do. And as you do what I tell you to do, I'll give you a promotion. In fact, when you do what I tell you to do, I'll give you what most people don't have, peace. I Mm. tell people this, how much is a bag of peace worth? How much is, how much is it worth? That's why he's the prince of peace. That word prince of peace means the chief of peace. Mm. So when you come to him, he's the chief of all peace. That's why it's so important to lean into him. That's why it's so important to yield to him. That's why during a consecration, guess what he breaks? He breaks, and I got it too, he breaks the rebellion of our hearts. Yes. That, that's what he breaks. And the
0: dependence on our flesh.
1: And the dependence on ourselves. So
0: we can become who we really are. Yes, he can who do it through. Who is that, you? Janine?
1: He can do it's it through.
0: Spirit. You. Yes. Because this is just a casing for who you really are, so you can live in the earth yeah. legally. But God said he made us after his image and his likeness. Mm. And the scripture says that God is a spirit. And so we are tapping into who we really are. That's why when your stomach is growling, but you pick up this instead of a piece of bread, you're becoming who you really are. And as we
1: do that, we will be a force to be reckoned with. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me show you. I'm going to show you three. I'm going to show you three Quick slides, because I want you to get a definition of this, because this is very important. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Keith, if you show the first slide, the definition of the kingdom, very important. It is very important. Very important. Do you see that? The kingdom, it is, and Janine, please add anything here. It is the governing authority of a king over a territory, impacting it with his will, his purpose, and his intent, producing a citizenry of people who reflect the king's culture and manifest the nature of his glory. Now watch this. This is why God does things to, to break us. He loves you but he does things, and he knows what will break you. And he does it because he has to reset you. He has to reset you, Phil. He knows how to fix it and set it up where, Jesus, you got me in a hole now. Now you fasten. Now you pray. Now you weep. Now your heart is broken. Now you want nothing else. I'm I'm trying to tell you. He'll get you in a space where he can sift you. The Bible says, delight yourself in, in, in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. So the more you delight yourself in him, he starts to change your desires. That what you were praying for before, you don't even want that. Thank you. you start asking for forgiveness for some things you asked for. You asked for some stuff that was going to kill you. And you said, God, why didn't you give me that? He said, I'm a, if I showed you what that thing would have did to you, you would have lost everything in five minutes. Yes. That's what you do. You thank him again. Thank God you didn't answer that prayer. Yes. So that, listen, there's some stuff that we've prayed, he said, you, you, you'll thank me that you, didn't, that you didn't, that I didn't answer that prayer. So it's the governing authority of a king over a territory. You are the territory. yes. Impacting it with his will, his purpose, and his intent, producing a citizenry who reflect the king's culture and manifest the nature of his glory. Now watch this. Habakkuk 2.14, I'm not going to turn to it, but he says, the whole earth shall be full of my glory. When he says the earth will be full of my glory, he's not talking about smoke. He's saying that the earth, Shevis is going to be full of his glory because it's upon you. Because you now reflect him. So when they see you, they say, I know that's God because I saw her. There was a gentleman that told me in college, he said, I knew that there was a God when I saw you because I saw you walking it out. That's why he puts you in a position where you only have two options. Choose life or choose death. And God is so gracious, he tells you what to choose. Choose this one, son, because that one right there, it'll mess you and your family up. So if you go to, Keith, if you go to the slide, it's God's plan, God's plan. Very important, God's plan. Put the whole thing up, God's plan. Here's his plan. His plan is to extend his invisible kingdom to the visible earth. Now watch this. The Bible says that the heavens are mine. That means you can't rule when he rules. He said the heavens are mine. I rule in this realm. But because he loves you, for God so loved the world that he gave. And so you can't love somebody and not give them anything. Y'all see that? I'm going to say that to you again. You cannot love your children. You cannot love your spouse. You cannot love people. And God's love for you necessitated that he gives you something. What did he give you? The kingdom. You're looking for all the stuff. He's saying, I already gave you the stuff is in the kingdom. That's why he told you to seek it first, because everything that you could desire is wrapped up in that. So he said his plan is to extend his invisible kingdom to the visible earth, to administrate his plan through his children, that's us, and to establish a heavenly colony Mm -hmm. on earth. So when you think about the British, right, you think about the British. They had 13 colonies in America, but they never came to America. So God himself does not intend to come to Philly. He comes through you. (laughs) So he says, when you pray to me, I will give you revelation. I will give you insight in terms of how to to address Philly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's the next one. God's plan. Next slide. So man's assignment is to establish the influence and culture of heaven on earth by representing the nature, value, and morality of God in the earth. So he's saying that, look, you are going to be, elder, a representative of me. We're In the earth. So once, I, so once I save you, I didn't just take you to heaven. I saved you because you are going to be part of my plan, my eternal plan of redeeming man from sin. You're going to save him from himself. You're going to save man from sin. You're going to save man from eternal death. And that is part, a major part of your assignment. So like Stephen Covey says, if you get the big rocks, everything else will be easy but you gotta get the big stuff first. And so I just wanted you to understand these dimensions and how important uh, they are. So, let me, it's, it's, a, it's a slide called Kingdom Expansion. Let me show you how this works. Kingdom Expansion, ooh, you see that? Take a picture of it, take a picture of it. I love, I, listen, you shall know the truth. Now, this is how it works. The government of God is inside of you. Amen? Amen? The kingdom of God is not with observation, but he, he, you, you're ruled by peace. He said, let the peace of God rule you. You're ruled by love. You're ruled by gentleness. You're ruled by the Holy Spirit of God. Now what happens is, you start to emerge in your world. Now remember, he's always going to deal with you first. You're the first partaker. That's why you gotta have a prayer life. That's why you, you, you have to seek him because that's his way of dealing with you. And remember, the first thing that the enemy takes is your prayer life. That's how he gets us. I'm gonna take your prayer life away. So after that, there's four areas that he wants you to expand. How to expand the kingdom. Number one, you expand with your family and your friends. Now, you know your family. If you're a husband, you expand the government of God with your spouse. You expand the government of God with your children. You you make a list of who's in your family, God. Make a list, Rashida, Stephanie, Stephen, Asa. Make a list. Start to pray with them. Start to meet with them. You, that, that's your world, remember he said go into the world, go into the world and remember your family is going to fight you because they're very familiar with you. So if family comes, around, they'll, they'll say, oh that's nothing, oh you're just talking, oh you this, no, no, you got you to gotta go extra hard with your family because your family is familiar. And your family will think that that's nothing. And so your family is very important. Janine, did you want to add something about the family and friends? It just reminds us the scripture he
0: said he couldn't do many miracles in his own land. Yes. And so don't feel surprised or like there's something special about you because they're rejecting you. He already told us that's going to happen, but that's where you build your muscle. Yes. Don't give up. And here's what I tell people. I understand that my children sometimes need to hear another voice Yes. because they can tune me out. So yes. I'm not so prideful that I won't call Elder uh, Howard and say, listen, I need you to call uh, such and such and say this. <laughs> so sometimes you might have to give your list to another intercessor yes. and say, I need you to pray. I need you to tell me what you're hearing. I need you to call such and such yeah. because we can make it happen together.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so so the other, the other piece is that you learn how to expand within the church. What does that mean? We're, we're brothers and sisters. So what happens is what you I might know something that you don't know, and you know something that I don't know, but we're stronger together. Yes. And so when we can get together, how sweet and, and and beautiful it is for brothers to dwell in unity. So when we get together and make the connection, we can start to fill in the gaps the same gaps that are out in society. We start to fill those in, and then we go to the marketplace. The marketplace deals with any place you are working. The lady at the water cooler needs to hear from you. Try she don't need to- story. There's a, we go to the laundromat from time to time, because our, our dryer just, is just not fast enough, so we just need something. <laughs> when you got three kids, it's sometimes it's just not fast enough. You'll be there all day. We just can't do it. So I go to the laundromat. And at first the lady's a little suspicious, but I go again and I go again. She said, I want you to watch the store for a minute. Watch. Just watch. <laughs> she said, you're a person I seem, I got my hoodie on. She said, you're, you, I, it seems like I can trust you. I watched the store, she went somewhere for five minutes. I'm like, okay. Then I go in the other day. She said, How are you doing? She said, No, 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 no. Everything for you is free. Here. All these things shall be added unto you. Here's the card. So every time you come in, you pick this card up. Just you. What am I saying to you? What am I saying? God releases favor upon your life.
0: But you you have to understand, you have to understand that there was sowing there. He had seed in the ground at that particular place. Why? Praying for different ones who were in there, um, mentoring the kids, giving them money, knowing their names, asking them how school was. He took authority in that place. So then when he walked in, the Manifestation of what was in the spirit manifested itself in the earth. This is your place. You don't pay here. Yeah, you understand That's what happens for you. Your money's money's no no good good
1: here. here. Your money's no good here However, now you have to realize that an exchange is now happening Now the Holy Spirit would say to me when you go back next time take Janine give her devotion When you go back next time take Janine get her number so now you can start to pray for her. God. Y'all ain't hearing me. Then now, now what? And when you have her, now you in her family. Because it only takes one person to get into the family. That's why we have to start being strategic. How did Jesus get access? How did God get access to the world? He sent His Son Jesus. It only took one to access the world. That's how powerful you are. So the marketplace is very important. That's why you can't be the angriest person at the job. Darts flying. <laughs> Whoa! See that dart? <laughs> I'm, I'm ducking. I ducked the dart. Fiery darts. But <laughs> that's why. That's why you can't. That's why you can't be. You can't be the gossip one because that doesn't reflect his nature. Now, if you want to be religious, you can do that all night. But if you want to be kingdom, if you want to be a citizen, you can't do that. The meanest person in the office. I've had, people, I've had people say to me, I will listen to you, I will listen to anything you say just because you brought donuts and hot chocolate. <laughs> Knowing that I was hungry they like, call him, call him, call him, call him, call him. So you dealt with those basic things. I pull up the Dunkin Donuts. they like, how do you know the Indian woman's name? Hey, Smita, how you doing? <laughs> and then the Holy Ghost will remind me, follow up, follow up, follow up on her, follow up on her, because you can enter her whole space. That, he, see, here's the part that I want you to get. He'll let you, God God is not challenged, watch this. He's not challenged with you doing real estate. He's not challenged with you doing your little business. He's not challenged. But where he is challenged is, what about my business? If you make his business a priority, here's the goal, that's why God never preached hell, he preached the kingdom. He said, If you seek the kingdom of God first, and his righteousness, all of these things will be attracted to you. So what happens is, his intent, mother, is to make you attractive. Dang, I wanna be like Janine. What does Janine have? Does she understand? That's why we can't just repel people. We We gotta have something to bring them in. And so when we look at our community, holy the holy spirit the holy spirit got me this morning community he said you see the guy in his car with the eagles jersey on three doors down from you you don't know him do you why don't you know him Hmm. i'm saying everybody is every this is a class for everybody he said you need to know him God.
0: and i came out and looked at the lawn (laughs) the other day and i said I saw in my mind's eye, I saw these tables lined up, like food everywhere, and the Holy Spirit said, why haven't you done that block party where you said you wanted to feed the whole block and invite them to your house? Yeah. Yeah. So it's for all of us, yeah. because something's about to break out. It's gonna break out. It's about to break it's out. It's about to break out. Do you feel it?
1: Are you out. excited?
0: I got three excited people over here, yeah, Pastor he- Barlow. <laughs> It's about to break about out! To break I'm out. telling you,
1: you don't want to miss this. You don't want to miss it. Let me just show them this last thing. This, last, thing this is, last slide. This last slide. Keep. can you put the last one up? Seeds of righteousness. Seeds of righteousness. This is how you do it. I want you to take a picture. This is how you do it.
0: There it is. That's it.
1: That's the formula. That's God the is saying, I'm going to take the... I'm going. This is what you do. Pray for somebody. Witness to them. Purchase gifts. I had a young man, he told me one time, he said, I long to hear the voice of my father. Mm. I long to hear the voice of my father. I just wanna hear my father's voice. Said, but when you took me to get a haircut and to get some new shoes, it changed everything. All I'm saying is that there are little things that you already know how to do that, something in the religious mind tells you that's my God, getting somebody a haircut. You know what I mean, young boys feel good. When you get them a haircut, they feel like a new person. Buy them a pair of sneakers, buy them a pair of shoes, buy them a shirt, do all of that stuff. That's the list. And when you start doing those little things like that, here's the the release. Something in you is gonna be satisfied by doing it because he'll say this to you. My meat, my purpose is to do his will.
0: Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep, feed my sheep. So here's your homework. Go to the scripture that talks about feeding uh, his sheep. You want to read that scripture? This is the blueprint. The blueprint. He that winneth souls is wise. What did Jesus want us to do? He said, if you love me, feed my lambs. Then he went down a couple more verses. He told them, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. This is what he's calling us to. So it's all wrought by prayer. So I have zero time to explain this, but I'm I'm to read it, but I'm gonna just explain it. When you go to back to your study, go to 2 Chronicles. I want you, this is really, really important. It's like community homework for us as we go into this consecration. Read 2 Chronicles 6 and 7. Okay? I want you to recognize when you're reading that the power of Solomon's intercession. Mm. Okay? The power that his intercession had because of what he understood about his past with his father David and the promises that were made. As well as how he prayed for himself, for the people, Israel, and for the stranger. Let's say it again. When you read it, what are you looking for? You're looking at Solomon's intercession. He was praying on behalf of others. He prayed with an understanding of what God had said to his father and what that meant for his inheritance. He prayed with an understanding for himself, for the people of Israel, and for the stranger. Now, if I ask you this, most of you are going to know, what is Second Chronicles seven fourteen? It's one of those scriptures that Christian people love to say all the time. <laughs> Come on, Tell Everybody's screaming! It's my people, you know it. <laughs> people are saying it all over, "If my people who are called by my name, they'll humble themselves, they'll pray, seek my faith. Oh, we know it, we know it, right? We get excited about it. Do you know? Mm, slow down on that that in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, where those script, that scripture is listed out, all God is saying to Solomon is what Solomon said to him in prayer in chapter six. When you read it, I wish I had time. When you read it, you will see, but you gotta read chapter six. Solomon is saying, Lord, if the people, if the stranger, when they sin and when they mess up and when they do this, but but if they come back to you and if they seek your face and if they turn from their ways, Lord, please heal their land. Like he's, he's praying this. This was Solomon's prayer. And then... Solomon prayed, he did all these things, the glory came, it filled the house, the, mu- the musicians couldn't do anything, they were all yeah. bowing down, they were on their face, that's what's gonna happen in these next seven days, right? And then the scripture said, after Solomon had prayed, and then it tells you what God did. And then God began to say, if my people who are called by my name, but he was only giving the exact same words back to Solomon, that Solomon had asked him to do for the people. In other words, he was saying, this is what I will do. I will do exactly what you have asked me to do. Janine, why are you saying this? I'm saying this because it emphasizes the importance of your words in prayer. As we go into seven days of praying and fasting, do not think for one second that he's not hearing exactly what you're saying. I'm telling you, when you read it for yourself, you're gonna say, oh my goodness. All this time, this scripture, this famous scripture was only God basically telling Solomon, I got you. And I got you so much, Solomon, that I'm gonna tell you that I'm answering your prayer with the exact same words you requested of me. Mm, 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 mm. Your words matter. When Daniel, before he went into the 21 days, and he was praying. He
1: found something.
0: He, he asked for what he wanted from God. But the answer didn't come right away. It didn't come right away. But when it came, the angel came to Daniel and said, I have come for your, for your words.
1: words. For your words.
0: Your for words in prayer matter. Mm, 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 mm. So you pray with that assurance. Over these next several days, Young Yee Cho told us in the fourth dimension, if you don't have it, get it and read it more than once a year. You have to pray with an assurance that God is hearing your words. And this scripture is going to give you that assurance. I'm excited about the next seven days. Why don't you stand up on your feet with us as we pray?
1: Hallelujah. Just pray for the next seven days and then I'm going to pray. I'm going to do
0: the altar. Okay. Yep. Father, we just thank you. Yes. As we go into this season of prayer and consecration, God, as we fast, as we go into a place of quieting ourselves and reading our scriptures and elevating our spirit, man, we thank you for what you're going to do for us personally. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're going to do for our marriages. We thank you for what you're going to do for our children. For our household, Lord, we even call the pets blessed in this new season. Father, we thank you for how as you fill us again, even as worship team sang this morning, God. That, that will there will be an overflow, hallelujah. We thank you for the overflow coming out of the north, the south, the east and the west of Philadelphia. Every place where a new covenant member lives that commits to this consecration, we decree that ground belongs to the kingdom of God. So we thank you for rivers flowing out of the doors of North Philadelphia. We thank you for rivers of living water flowing out of the doors of the homes in Germantown and Southwest Philadelphia and West Philly, God. Call out your place where you live. Call out the places where your family members live from Chestnut Hill and Mount Airy, God. We thank you from New Jersey, God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that rivers of living water are flowing out, God, in the spirit realm, Lord, and that these waters will be the waters that quench the thirst of Philadelphia in the name of Jesus that these waters that come out of our bosoms God that these will be the waters that cause the, the fire to cease in Philadelphia we thank you that these will be the waters oh God that cause us to be a city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. We decree it and declare it by our prophetic tongues, oh God. As citizens of this earth, God, we decree and declare that your kingdom culture will reign in Philadelphia and beyond, just as the mission stated that you gave to our bishop and our pastor so many years ago. We hold on to it, Lord, even as Solomon held on to the promises made to David. And you did just what he asked. We go forward, God, asking you to make us holy. Not like the world says holiness is, and God knows not like what the church has said holiness is in religiousness, God. But we pray that you make us holy even as you are holy. Make us holy even as you are holy. Make us holy even as you are holy, God. Change us from the inside out, God. Change our minds, change our hearts. Turn our hearts, God. You said the heart of the king is in your hand. So we know that you can turn our hearts, God. Make us again even as seemeth good to the potter. That we would be the ones who you use to fulfill the call of God to this body and to this city and beyond. In Jesus name we thank you.
1: Yes. And if there's anyone here today that would like to surrender their life to the Lord Jesus Christ to say Lord I give up myself. I give up my ways. If there's anyone here today or out there online that would like to surrender their life to Jesus Christ. We invite you, we invite you to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord. If there's anybody that would like to join this body today, we invite you, we invite you to join. Amen. Amen. Thank God, give a God a praise. Thank Him for His grace. Amen.